0: I'm Ed, and I'm Nick, and welcome to another episode of Man and Superman, two uh, geeks talking about comics, Stuff. movies, other assorted geekery. Probably. I guess, <laughs> yeah, maybe something like that. <laughs> and uh, this week we're going to be talking about Marvel's new release, Thor: Ragnarok. Whoa! Thor, th- Thor, th- th- three. Thor three. <laughs> Thor three. You can see why they That's didn't really call d- it that. Yeah, Thor three. Thor three. Thor three. <laughs> I'm so got Thor. a saw three. <laughs> well, first of all, how are you? How are your two weeks been? Uh, Nick. Uh, yeah, I think I had them. Okay, right, so good. Yeah, that was nice. Always
1: encouraging. Um, I, was, I was wake briefly
0: for them. Yeah, oh, they'll be okay. fine, basically, is good. what I'm saying. I, I don't have anything to report. How about you? <laughs> Much the same, to be honest. Um, I I went down to London, and I saw two went excellent to London shows. London Town. London Tane. Yeah, no, I it's saw... It's a t- city, really, isn't it? It is, yeah. These days, certainly at the time of London Tane, uh, less so. But, um, but yeah, no, I saw two great shows. I saw uh, The Ferryman. Uh, by, played by Jez Butterworth, uh, directed by Sam Mendes,
1: about Charon the ferryman of the dead. No, but it is about Ireland and the IRA. Not interested. Not interested. <laughs> even the, even the Irish connection. No. I mean, no, if it's not about the ferryman of the dead, I'm not interested. Not interested. Um, it's and... The only thing I'm <laughs> <laughs> my, my interests
0: are very specific. Yeah. Um. Both uh... men who crossed the sticks. <laughs> yeah. Sure. That's it. <laughs> um. And I uh, the day after I saw um Albion uh. By um Oh god, what's his name? I don't know. Can't remember, but directed by Rupert Gould, um at the Almeida. And um, oh, that is
1: presumably about ancient England.
0: Uh it's a metaphor, certainly. You're it's a, a metaphor, metaphor for this country. That's lazy. At, through a through a, a garden. It's a metaphor.
1: <laughs> but Ugh. no,
0: really really good, really powerful. Um and yeah, it's so it's been a it's been what's a good a metaphor. Um, ah, um, well, essentially, it's it's all about um, stuff. It's about stuff, yeah. Is it about pheromones? <laughs> because if no. it's not, <laughs> as we've established, it will not interest. Weirdly, me. that was the one about uh, <laughs> about <laughs> why. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, it's been a good, uh, good, um, cool. good couple of weeks. But cool. yeah, did you see the uh, new Black Panther trailer? I did. Yeah. What do you think? It Looks good. It does look really. I'm good. slightly
1: concerned. Okay, have, have a slight concern. That it might just turn out to be Black Panther fighting Black Panther but in a different suit. With a so, slightly
0: different name. Kind of like Ant Man fighting Ant Man with a slightly different colour. Iron Man fighting, Iron Man. And it's Iron basically Man going to this is a two thousand and eight movie.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so obviously it doesn't look like a two thousand and eight movie, but I'm slightly
0: worried about that. Yeah. No, it's I'm sure it'd be fine. <laughs> As with all things. It'll yeah. be fine.
1: Yeah, it will be at least a movie.
0: Yeah. I mean... It's still going to be better than Justice League, so... It's just... <laughs> but, I mean... It, going out on a limb. It it looks exciting. I'd say, like, compared to the first trailer, which I think was genuinely quite um, novel, this one f- feels and looks a bit more kind of cookie-cutter and mainstream, I guess. Yeah. But at the same time, like...
1: <sighs> I just think if you can't tell the difference between the, the hero and the villain, except for one has slight purple to his suit and one has a yellow bit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> is that really helpful? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I remain hopeful because kind of, I don't know, may, maybe it's kind of disingenuous to say this, but I feel kind of like Wonder Woman, which obviously we're in the minority, but kind of stumbled out of the gate. I feel this mm. is also an important film for a lot of reasons. Yes. And I don't know, it's, all all things point to it being very good. Um, and, I'm sure it will be.
1: Yeah. Uh, you know, I I understand why people like Wonder Woman. I yeah. don't agree, but I understand. <laughs> I understand no, yeah. no, but like there was a lot behind it, and I think supporting it almost feels like the thing you should do. Yeah, absolutely. But I can't help that I didn't like it, um, yeah. and didn't feel it really served that the narrative it was going for. But you know, whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean, this is a really important film because of similar reasons, and it's nice to see. Some actual representation.
0: Yeah, especially from, you know, a company like Marvel, and by extension Disney, which I feel like there hasn't been a lot of that, but they're making... No, they're, getting, they're getting better. And yeah. They're,
1: they're, I'd say they're actually one of the more inclusive companies, though. Although, recently, IKEA did a really good advert, which, right. as a, a black family, just, just being them. Just okay. presented in a normal way as if they were normal which they are <laughs> yeah <laughs> well um, done ikea for being representative it's, 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 i mean it's it's an advert for furniture so it's not really that exciting yeah but but it just it sort of just presents pres, presents the, this family as just like this is just a normal mm. this is normal this is a normal family here they are with their afro hair and you know their their you know heritage and their life, yeah. But with some furniture, okay. Here's some furniture. <laughs> like the furniture <laughs> doesn't really us? pay that much. <laughs> There's not much about the furniture in it. I have to say, okay. it is basically just like a house, clearly decked out with IKEA furniture. Oh, okay. was no only wrong with them. I'm not having a go at IKEA furniture. <laughs> I have lots of it, but yeah. I just thought it was an important point because I read a Guardian article about it. Because oh, okay. obviously, I get all my news from from left wing people.
0: Yeah. The villa Revolution. Yeah, obviously. Yeah, well, yeah, The Guardian really <laughs> yeah. started a revolution now.
1: Um, no paywall, though, so that's fun. But it um, won't be televised.
0: It will be live.
1: The revolution won't be televised. It might be. <laughs> yeah, I
0: mean, in the case of I'd Black imagine... Panther,
1: I mean, it is being televised. I would imagine that yeah. if there were, were to be a revolution, it would at least make it
0: to the news. Yeah, you'd think so, if it was that. <laughs> so, in a way, it would be televised retrospectively. Yeah. But, um, I'd like to find out about it. <laughs> so I can, you know, know to support or otherwise. Exactly. But yeah, what well, I mean, uh, what, are, you, are you excited? I mean, you know. I'm excited for Black Panther. You're excited for uh, Black Panther? I, we didn't see loads of Black Panther
1: in Civil War. And obviously not seeing anything since. Yeah. Not that there would be any particular place that we could. But, you know, um, I think it would be nice to see more of this character in his own setting. Definitely. I just don't want it to be an Iron Man film. Yeah, no, precisely. Um, but also, I think there's a lot riding on it. And yeah. I hope the weight of expectation doesn't crush it. Mm.
0: Yeah. Agree but we'll it. see, I guess. Did you enjoy Andy Circus's floppy robot arm? Oh, that's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> What's that about? Just his fingers kind of flopping around, like, either side of the weapon.
1: I, I mean, I, th- I get that they didn't necessarily want to do, like, the flat. Sauce pin lid <laughs> thing that's in the comics. Just the Sonic dish, but over. that's worse almost. <laughs> <laughs>
0: like his fingers flop open; they they go all floppy. They go all floppy, yeah.
1: How, but how, what are the constituent parts of that when it's closed? Because not the Sonic cannon, surely. Was it being powered by Light Sonic? Maybe I don't get it.
0: That doesn't make any sense to me. <laughs> they might change that. I just I just hope that he's going to talk more about cuttlefish in this, because I really. <laughs> Really enjoyed that. In Age it's Adventure. very important. Yeah, I am glad they're getting him back for it though, because when he was introduced in Age of Ultron, I was I was hoping he'd be he'd be back for Black Panther. Sure, tournament.
1: yeah. yeah. Turns uh, out he is. Yeah, yeah. No, lo- laughing lo- like a madman. Yeah, <laughs> with his amazing. He's in all the things, all the Disney things. He's in this. He's in
0: Star Wars. Yeah, that's, he's. I mean, that's, that's it. That's, that's everything. It. Yeah. Well, apparently, he's helping Tom Hardy do mocap for the Venom spinoff, yeah. which is still happening. We're well, not a spinoff, solo movie.
1: Solo movie set in the sort of joint
0: universe, but sort of not. Who knows? What Who is it? Knows? Why are they making that? <laughs> I don't know. Just why? Because Sony need to make money. and uh, Cause, there, there Because sort of... they have to make
1: a Spider-Man related film where they lose rights? Is uh, that a thing maybe? like that? I think that are they trying to capitalize off the of Spider Man Homecoming? I think so. By yeah. not having Spider Man in it, <laughs> there's an amazing what. But what story they're going to tell with Venom that's going to be good? Yeah, <laughs> they've already done Venom badly. <laughs> well, there's there's there am- like <laughs> I've got nothing against Tova Grace. I think he's actually pretty good. Yeah, he's all right. But to be, f- he's not Venom. No. He doesn't look anything like how you'd expect a Venom to look. And In all fairness to Tom Hardy, very... I mean, he's very good as well. Still not a Venom. No. I'm just putting it out. He doesn't have the chops for it. There are... It's such
0: a hard character. Not because
1: it's a difficult character, but just because he needs to be hulking in a way that I cannot think of anyone who is, apart from Dwayne the Rock Johnson. (laughs) He should be Venom.
0: Dwayne for for Venom. Dwayne for for Venom. Hashtag Rock for Venom. I mean... Yeah, yeah. There were some amazing good. interviews that made the rounds uh, around the time of Homecoming, because obviously there was this big mm. deal made about, oh, this is unprecedented. These two studios, kind of. And I think it's Amy Pascal who's in charge of Sony. Anyway, it was her and Kevin. All of Sony. All of Sony. So she does the video recorders. Yeah, <laughs> everything. Do <laughs> they still make video recorders? It was her Probably and Kevin not. Feige making uh, the press round, and it's really funny because. Um, they made all these announcements like, yeah, we're doing a Black Cat and Silver Sable movie, and a Venom movie, and all these sorts, of- and a Sinister Six movie, and you, like, she's being asked these questions about it, and she's like, yeah, it's just really exciting to, like, you know, have this world and everything, and, like, if you just watch Kevin Feige, it looks like he's just going, um, sorry, what? <laughs> just, yeah. no. Yeah. No. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how yeah. it develops. I can't imagine it, I don't know. I, I just think it's it's squandering the good the good will and faith that Sony are getting by by actually deferring the rights to, to Marvel yeah. once more. Well, I not mean, the I, rights, I, I but... I don't like know,
1: the, maybe the thing to... I see the Black
0: Cat, Silver Sable movie sounds ridiculous, but maybe that would actually be better. Than a Venom movie, sure, because they're not characters that are intrinsically yeah, linked, linked to Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Whereas mm. Venom by his very necessity. Who's the villain
1: in that going to
0: be? What, in Venom? Yeah. Pfft, who knows, it's probably Carnage. But
1: again, it's a Spider-Man. Yeah, no, exactly. Like, this is the thing. It's, it hinges
0: what? on Spider-Man already existing um, and having worn the let's black go, suit.
1: Com- we can go completely mad and make it Nightwing. It's cross-universe. <laughs> sure, just, why, not? why not? Why not? DC aren't doing anything proper with their characters. Absolutely. It's just borrow them. <laughs> like, they look like they're doing it. How... I keep... Say, like There's one Justice League trailer that's making rounds again. The come-together one.
0: Oh, yeah. That like, makes it look pretty... Together.
1: Makes it look pretty good. Yeah. And then every other trailer <laughs> does not. I mean, I've just seen it so much because we've been to the cinema so many times. Yeah. Like, twice. Yeah. In the last few weeks because of these reviews. Yeah. And I just keep saying it and thinking... This is going to be a sham, isn't it?
0: Have you seen the one where, which starts with Superman standing in a field? And, yes. Yeah. And, and a. A. every Adams time I, I watch that, I'm just Trying like... Trying to emote. <laughs> but I love with that, because, um, you know, obviously with the reshoots, Henry Cavill had a moustache for them. So I'm just watching it going, I think... He stood really weirdly as well. Yeah. And I was just like... He
1: turns and he looks like... well. Are you stood on a box. What's <laughs> happening? there? What's going on with your hips? Maybe, maybe it's he's actually strange.
0: the size of Tom Cruise, and we've just never known all this time. <laughs>
1: he's so not. <laughs> he's
0: <huge. laughs> he is huge. But yeah, I, I, just keep, I just keep watching <laughs> and being like, I'm, I'm fairly sure. Are those digitally painted on lips? And in this scene, did you have a moustache? Probably. <laughs> I, oh, just, yeah. I just, I just want uh, creepy, the director's they? cut, and it's just all the scenes, but with moustache intact.
1: I kind of feel like, okay, I get that you want people to know Superman's in it, because it's Superman, but is Henry Cavill's Superman slash the Man of Steel Superman much of a draw? Yeah, because... For anyone? Because he's shit. He's not even a very good Superman. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with Henry Cavill, nothing wrong necessarily with what he's he's portraying it in the way that he's meant to be portraying it, well, I guess. Well, that way he's
0: being told to portray it, Yeah, him, yeah. Sure, well, yeah, whatever. Yeah, absolutely.
1: But I, I think Henry Cavill could be a good Superman.
0: Yeah, if he were given, the right, he were given the right story, director, script, aesthetic,
1: style, <laughs> haircut. So, um, mustache. Yeah. <laughs> so, but, um, you I wanted just, Mullet Superman? Well, here's Tash Superman. Nice. I would so pay to see that. Yeah. But, um, I just feel like he's not, is he? <laughs> like, <laughs> just because of all those reasons. What I do you think is the
0: difficult. draw? Because it seems like the, it seems like the marketing Wonder, now is well, it's heavily all, it's all Wonder Woman yeah it's all Wonder Woman now she's since... going
1: to be a bigger part of the film I guess because yeah. people liked her yeah. but that's the thing to me and I and I'm not saying that Marvel don't do this because they definitely do yeah and like it's a competition but obviously it is um, <laughs> but DC just seem like all they are doing is putting stuff out there and then changing whatever they were going to do on the basis of what feedback they get and I'm not saying that that doesn't make sense because. You know, if audiences hate something, you wouldn't put more of it in.
0: But it's like Suicide Squad, Harley Quinn was a big hit, so they were like, oh, we're doing a Harley Quinn and Joker movie. Also, yeah. Gotham City Sirens.
1: But I would rather they committed to telling good stories with well-portrayed characters. Sure. And not worry too much about... Like, obviously if something's a flop, you've got to change things based on it. Like Green Lantern. <laughs> but like, even if something gets a mixed reaction, you get the feeling that okay, maybe Marvel push it down their agenda, making that a solo thing, or making <laughs> another one. Yeah, well, that's just... It's nah, TV, that, even, <laughs> that doesn't even matter, does it? Um, but, like, you get the feeling that that film would still happen, it just might happen in a different way, or that character would come back as part of an Avengers movie. Sure. You know, because they'll go, okay, well, the fans got into that, or they didn't get into that. But I feel like most of the Marvel films... And I, I guess it's a, the benefit of having quite a lot of characters and having quite a lot of characters with their own films
2: mm.
1: is that somebody at least there's a like a following for all of them. Like some people really loved Ant Man, mm. which fair enough, because you know, Amy really loves Ant Man. She's yeah. grateful. And and it's not bad. I quite like it, but it's fine. But I don't really care for the character that much. I don't really care. Yeah. Didn't think it was that it's fine. Anyway, um <laughs> let's not get into that. But you know, there are people who like most of the people. Yeah. Uh, And I think that although they've, obviously there are different difficulties with deals and, you know, Universal have Hulk and, yeah, stuff. Like, they've just, they've... (laughs) They've actually gone against the grain because, like, after Avengers, everyone was like, Hawkeye is rubbish. So they went, you know what? Civil War, not Civil War, um, Age of Ultron, rather, is going to be about Hawkeye, basically. Yeah. yeah. Because fuck you. Yeah, You will like this character. And in a way, it kind of works. Yeah, no, it pays off because, like, you know, know, it's... Give us something we haven't seen before. Don't just give us the thing that we think we want because Mm -hmm. the thing that we think we want is wrong. Yeah, most of the time, because what we're we, entitled because, fans. You know. b- but yeah, and also because you'll be expecting it, so it won't be in any way whelming. Yeah, no, it will be underwhelming. Yeah, it won't be overwhelming or awful. it just be, you know, it's the thing with Batman v Superman. I guess it's that whole thing. Like, what a people have wanted for years mm. is to see a film where Batman and Superman deck each other. Yeah, and see who would win. But actually, that's really boring when you think about it. And actually, when you saw it, it was really boring. (laughs) Like, I was watching that fight going, this isn't awesome. This is just dull.
0: And also by that stage, like two hours in, just kind of depressing because the characters presented on screen aren't representative of... And it, they're representative of a, yeah. a version of the characters, but not. and it's that
1: thing is like who's going to win? Well, whoever the writer wants to win,
0: yeah, and absolutely whoever's in the right, basically. But yeah. no one was in the right, like yeah. it was because so they were both so it didn't matter who won. Yeah, it didn't it matter wasn't.
1: who won because it, whoever won, society lost. Yeah. So it was like <laughs> really, who cares? Zack Snyder won, and you sort of felt like it also like Woodbat, not Wood Batman either. I mean, these fictional characters and do anything but unless he's forced to do it by a writer but like i feel like i don't really feel like this is portraying the characters through the fight yeah and so you sort of feel (sighs) you just feel like do something different dc yeah don't do what we want you to do or don't want you to do just go we're gonna do this because this story works and it makes sense rather than cutting up a story into things that might be good gifts on the internet. Yeah,
0: just let directors you, do their you own fappy thing. happy bastards. <laughs> but yeah, just I I think the trick is and I think this is one of the things that they did have over Marvel for a while, a while for a while. For the ti- <laughs> for the time that Christopher Nolan was there, was sure. they basically just said to him, make a Christopher Nolan film about Batman, and he yeah. went, okay, right, I'll do that. And he produced and he made three. Yeah, he made 3. You know, people would argue a variable quality. Um Sure. But, you know, including one of the best superhero and one of the best films of all time, Dark Knight. Yeah. Um. You know, it's... And that was just on the strength of letting a director do what he wanted mm. and throwing money at the project. And that is sort
1: of what Marvel have a problem with, because quite often in the past they've restricted directors' visions because they want it to be Marvel. Mm. Brand, you know, it has to have that Marvel feel. And you think, well, actually... Mm. And, and I'm sure we'll get onto this with today's review. Definitely, yeah. If you let a director do a thing, it's probably going to be a better product overall than...
0: Well, especially as the... Su- if you
1: force it into a template.
0: Well, especially, uh, as we've noted before... See Doctor Strange. Yeah. And, you know, especially as we've noted before, like the superhero movie has become less a type of movie and more its own genre. Yeah, And all genre has... D- or more to the point, it's, it's a brand that you can do... In different genres, like Logan was a Western, yeah, and yeah. you can you can absolutely do different genres within the superhero universe, which is one of the reasons why you know it, you know, like you say, we'll get on to Thor, but yeah, you know. and I
1: think the thing is with with DC is like they've not done anything yet that really has interested me, no. But I mean, if you reframed Batman V Superman, let's say it wasn't called that, it was just called, say, Dawn of Justice, which is a per- perfectly fine title. Sure. Like I don't know why it needed the you know, they wanted you to know they were going to fight basically. Yeah. But actually if you thought don't tell the fans that, trail that as a tease in you know, in your trailers. Mm. So if the final trailer, like, up to that point, it was just about Lex Luthor and Batman and Superman taking on Lex Luthor or Doomsday or whatever. Whatever, yeah. Whatever, the, say, the plot is. Yeah. And then the final trailer, just the thing after when it goes, you know, coming soon, and then there's just, you know, sometimes there's a little bit after that. Yeah. And it's just...
0: Batman. In it's the either armor. it's
1: two things that you've seen before mm. from previous things but out but in a new context of them facing each, each other and you're like oh god they're gonna fight
0: yeah absolutely. what
1: i need to see this movie <laughs> yeah like, because it plays into that so if you're gonna play with that child don't just, that's what it is mm. don't call the film batman v Superman <laughs> and build a film around it build a film around taking down lex Luthor together mm. but there's a bit where they get because yeah. he manipulates them obviously write a better film but <laughs> <laughs> I just feel like you know do something yeah do something do something but DC. they haven't had they haven't built the unit it's like three films yeah four films whatever
0: it uh, is yeah Man Steel Batman v Superman <sighs> Suicide Squad Wonder Woman yeah. I
1: hate to be complete, always ragging on DC
0: it, it, but it, it, they make it really hard make not it, to Yeah, they make it because, really hard not to. You
1: know, I'm sure we come across as Marvel fanboys, but you like DC a lot more than you like I do. I you DC, love DC. I own pretty much only own DC comics. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love Marvel characters and yeah. always have since I started writing. But that doesn't mean I don't like DC characters as well. Admittedly, they we haven't made a film about most of the ones I like, but that's yeah. besides the point. <laughs> Night. Yeah, Marvel. Oh, did you say... Yeah, DC haven't made... Oh, DC... Oh, right. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Well, yeah, also Marvel haven't made most of the characters. (laughs) Spider-Gwen, Ms. Marvel... (laughs) Ms. Marvel, the other one. Um, And Moon Knight, yeah. But, like, DC haven't like Nightwing. Yeah. It's a great character. Yeah. Make a Nightwing film. Make a Robin film. Make some film that (laughs) doesn't have fucking Batman. (laughs) Batman For a change. But, you know, I feel like they were trying to sell uh, Batman v Superman. It was... Man of Steel two,
0: but Batman but with top Bill Batman. yeah, no, it was a Batman film with why. <laughs> anyway, we've talked about this a lot. We have. Shall we? Uh, shall we move on to uh, the competition?
1: Yeah, I okay. don't really know where that 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 stuck where my point started, but I think it was basically like do something different, yeah, show us something we don't want, do to. a better job,
0: DC. Well, yeah. well, Warner Brothers I think Warner Brothers are at fault it's less yeah and I wonder if
1: they would benefit if DC their in studios but you get the feeling they didn't oh that was a bit of news actually based Ooh. off DC is that the it was I don't know if it was leaked or has found out that DCEU, DC extended universe is not what they oh, it's not, they don't no. call it that Wasn't and it soon like... they're gonna tell us what it is and I can't remember if they did and if they did I forgot
0: Oh, okay <laughs> it's the it's dark universe <laughs> it's <laughs> <laughs> because <laughs> no, that's dead now yeah no, one film and done <laughs> the good. mummy
1: again again we'll do bride of frankenstein uh, at some point uh, no. don't but ask we'll, us. we'll phase out it's just fine. uh just don't ask us no <laughs> it's coming but uh
0: like out of respect the family don't want to talk about it right now it's a whole thing joss whedon's gonna take over it's fine oh um. god <laughs> Um, but yeah, so shall we shall we turn our eye to... Um...
1: Before we do... Yes. Do you think this is the end of Just Whedon being the saviour of comic book things? Because Justice League looks like it's still going to be shit. It
0: does. I mean, he also had... Or worse. Yeah. I mean, he... And he's gonna, is it not going to leave you thinking,
1: what if Zack Snyder had made a fine film? <laughs> and and Whedon Joss Whedon ruined, ruined it. it. Yeah, I... I mean, that's never going to have happened. But,
0: but I, I am intrigued, um, because honestly, I think the two... We're such different styles. Well such different styles, and also it's because DC want a different style from their films, because I imagine Justice playing League was with way audiences. too done. But apparently, there was an initial screening of Justice League. I think it was the Zack Snyder cut, and apparently it was like incomprehensible or something. I
1: don't understand, like test audiences. Yeah, and people's reliance on them. I don't know that they work. Wasn't there a famous for Suicide Squad? Isn't well, yeah, but isn't there like a famous one like? The, some, uh, one of the thickest audience from Rain Man was like, "Why didn't he just shake him until he was normal?" <laughs> like, oh my like, god, <laughs> you cannot trust people. Basically, there was to a- quote Hands Super Hands, people like Coldplay <laughs> and voting for the Nazis—you can't <laughs> trust people.
0: There, there was an amazing um, cartoon that made the round a while back, and it was from one of the people. I think it was behind the. Um, green lantern animated series Ah. and bruce tim who was um, the uh, sort of lead on batman the animated series which to Mm -hmm. this day is kind of one of the benchmarks of modern animation sure um also helped out with that series and they did a screening for a bunch of kids um and basically they were given a dial and they had to turn the dial according to how interested they were sure um and apparently the kids were gripped all the way through and they were really excited and they had like boys and girls in there and it was kind of and then the um and basically the the creators are allowed to sort of sit and watch and bruce tim was like i'm not going to sit i'll see you afterwards and afterwards, the creators uh, were sat down by these kind of suits and the, um, the suits were kind of like, have you considered changing this and this and this and this? And they were basically, and the creators were like, but the kids loved it. And the suits were like, yeah, but you should change this and this and this. And then afterwards, he kind of went outside like, and saw Bruce Timm smoking. And uh, he was like, they've told us we have to change a whole load of stuff. And Bruce Tim basically said, yeah, they did the same with Batman the Animated Series. And you know what? I just ignored them. And it still held up as one of the greatest things because studios don't know what audiences want. No, um,
1: and, no but that studios you know, are there to do like, oh, people are into emojis. Let's make, make a an emoji approach. movie. But not even that. Let's just put the thing that people like into the, na- into the thing now. Yeah. What studios are there for? Or to make movies... Completely relevant to the time they're made in, mm. so that you cannot ever watch them ever again. Yeah, <laughs> because absolutely. they will make. No sense in 10 years. Right? <laughs> yeah,
0: no, precisely. Like, no one's going to be watching the Emoji movie. Like, I went to see The Princess Bride this morning at the cinema. Sure. And it was filled with audience members who were saying to their kids, oh, you know, this is what I watched when I was young. And everyone was sat there and enjoying it. Imagine that with the Emoji <laughs> movie. Like, uh, uh,
1: we In t- 2017, we well, we had this thing on our phones and it, it did a poo face. Yeah. yeah.
0: What's a phone, mum? Oh, we have holograms now, oh, child. It's, it's we have holograms. Just don't
1: worry about it. It's yeah. not a thing. Yeah. Anyway, we should probably talk We've talked about for a really long a time
0: about the thing we're not... I yeah. suppose
1: the thing of having this new sort of format that we do where we don't really bother with a format is... <laughs> I, like um, I mean, it's what mean, it's what we're going for. Uh, we've made some changes, enjoy. So, um, <laughs> is that we just w- waffle on. But I feel like that restores it to the original intent for this, which is two guys waffling on.
0: Yeah, and absolutely. Two
1: geeks waffling on. Waffling on. on about- so that's now going to be our intro. And title. <laughs> <laughs> two, guys, two guys waffling. Welcome to Two Guys Waffling, <laughs> where we eat waffles and waffle.
0: I, oh, know. We should have waffles. Yeah, maybe. Yeah,
1: I don't. I think I feel like that would be difficult to potato organize. or sweet.
0: This is an important Both. question at the same time. No, obviously not. <laughs> One you. Start with, with courses. Dessert. Yeah. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Yeah.
1: yeah. Potato waffles and then the good stuff. Belgian waffles. Yeah.
0: So Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. What that do you was think? A thing wasn't it? It was. Yeah.
1: I liked it. Okay. I thought it was really, really good. I had a really good time in this movie. How about you. you?
0: Oh, I loved it. I've loved. La- I, laughed, I, I laughed in that cinema more than I have at most comedies recently.
1: On that, did you have a lot of people in your screening laughing? Because f- I felt like I was the o- not the only one, but I felt like not many people were laughing. At really? Oh, well, I no, I, not because it wasn't funny. I think okay. uh, t- maybe it was just I can like the, it start. It was the bit he he's in the cage. Yeah, yeah. at the start. Mm-hmm. And then the the skeleton's jaw falls <laughs> off. Yeah. I just, that that got me. I just went at that point <laughs> because I was just like, that is so Taika yeah. do <laughs> Just, just <laughs> really like what we do in the shadows. <laughs> and I just was like, this is so good so far. Yeah. And it's going to be amazing. I know it based on that. But everyone else was just sort of like, cool, yep. Yeah. No, it was I... like, skeleton's <laughs> jaw fell off. Skeleton humour is And as... I was like, hmm, you're not going to get the humour in this, I feel.
0: <laughs> it was interesting, because... There I mean, was a lot of laughter, haven't Yeah, I mean, our, our audience was really responsive, because we went to the uh, picture house in Greenwich. Um, of course you did. Yeah. <laughs> That's a long
1: way to go to see a film, man. Yeah, no, it
0: is. No, the, um, but yeah, no, I, I went with um, Catherine and uh, my sister, and uh, it was really interesting, because afterwards, like, Catherine and I really enjoyed which, it. Which we... sister? The one I like, or the one that I like... Ah. <laughs> it's a version of expectations—the one you like. Um, and... That doesn't help me actually. <laughs> I see, Olivia. Uh, yeah, um, but um, but yeah. I, I need
1: to know, it. It's important <laughs> yeah. that I know.
0: Well, yeah, because she's just started. Uh, me, but yeah, there you go. Um, but yeah, and stop interrupting. But we we came out and like Catherine and I both like really enjoyed it. Um, and obviously, I'm a huge fan of Taika Waititi. Anyway, from like Flight, of The Concords and Boy, <laughs> and. Um, what we do with the, in the shadows. Um, all the
1: things that he's done.
0: And Olivia my sister was a bit more kind of like that was different to the other Marvel films, <laughs> and I was like, it sure was. It sure was. Sure. Um but um but yeah, I mean I, I guess this is a perfect example of what we were talking about earlier in that this really felt like a film in which Marvel were kind of like, Taika, you do you. Um And sure he did. He he did. He lot. went all over the shop. So I guess, um, sort of as is tradition, like, do you want to kind of briefly sum up what kind happened? of the plot? Yeah.
1: Uh, yes. So it opens with Thor basically trying to prevent Ragnarok, having followed some random trail of evidence that we don't hear much about, but whatever. Sure. Uh, to Surtur, and he steals Surtur's crown uh, because that prevents Ragnarok, because it has to be put into a fire, mm-hmm. the Eternal Flame. Whatever, yeah. not just uh, any fire, just, just, a, <laughs> just some fire, uh, and then he heads back to Asgard where Loki is posing as Odin, and he unfrocks him, defrocks him, unmasks him, demasks him, <laughs> unfrocks Anthony Hopkins. <laughs> I mean, that's Beowulf. That's what happened in that movie. So, um, and then basically they go off to find the real Odin. He. Well, he dies. Spoiler, <laughs> um, and and then Heller invades Asgard, mm-hmm. and then Thor and Logi go on a bloody trip to bring her down. It's sure. pretty much it in a nutshell. Basically, yeah, yeah, with, with a lot without, of without spoiling away. Well, yeah. one spoiler: <laughs> Odin dies. Basically, <laughs> but um,
0: yeah, I guess um, I guess sort of um, I guess the first thing to note is that I, I'd argue this is the funniest Marvel film to date. I I would say this is a comedy more than it's.
1: There is certainly a sense in which the cast have been particularly driven towards the comic rather mm. than, as in the comedy, not the comic. (laughs) um, In the, but rather than maybe the action sides, even though it does have quite a lot of action.
0: Yeah, Yeah. no, it's very much about the still drama. There is still bits. There is, yeah, no, there there are a lot of heart to it. There is there there was It is a very funny film. Yeah, and there was one particular moment involving Hulk actually, which I'm sure we'll get onto later that like I found really genuinely moving.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um But yeah, so I guess um Yeah, I mean I, I'd say not since Ant Man has there been such a heavy focus on I mean obviously the Guardians films are very funny, but I'd say even though they it's... edged away
1: from it in Guardians 2 I feel. Yeah. And but this is a conversation I had with Amy after we saw it. What do is it funnier than Guardians 2? She didn't think it was, but I thought it was. So I think mm. that's maybe it's just a case of how into Tiger YTT you are. I guess. So. Or just maybe what your sense of humor is. Mm. But I do yeah. think if if you don't go with it from the off Maybe it hits you differently. You have a hard time, yeah. Which is why I found the jawbone so funny. I, was that, <laughs> I am so ready for this. I'm on board, yeah. I don't know what... Because it's not really that funny <laughs> no. <when> you think <laughs> it's just a jawbone falls off a skeleton. Which, if you describe it, doesn't sound... At- this sounds weird. But it just works. Don't, I don't know. This my first to, proper... Just a beat and then... My jaw. first proper... Amazing.
0: Belly laugh of the entire thing was when it was like, um, Arthur, son of Odin. And it's like, son of... Of oh. a bitch still <laughs> alive. I just was immediately like I I can I immediately um yeah, it just and the moment and kind of with like
1: the chain and the moving round and he's just like Yep. Just just a second <laughs> I am not moving, I swear. It's also, doing this. also just <laughs> so a personal
0: good. uh sort of geek out moment, um was when I realised it was Clancy Brown voicing certain. Yeah. and I was like, Oh most dulcet tones. Yeah. Um but yeah, so I guess um if we go through um yeah, because obviously in terms of plot, there are kind of two major locations. We've got sure. Asgard, um, Asgard and um, Sakaar as well, which oh, is where yeah, majority Sakaar. of the action takes place. So um, I guess if we focus on the cast first, like, um, let's go with the obvious, Thor. Um, well, shall, we, shall we delve into spoilers from the off? I feel like there's not yeah. much time to just... Sold it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So if you
1: haven't seen Thor Ragnarok, maybe turn this off, go see it, then come back.
0: And we definitely recommend seeing it. By the way, oh yeah, I'd say that's a fair assumption. Uh, yeah, you you need to
1: see this film. Yeah, you need to see this film. Then see it again. Then yeah. buy it on DVD. And watch <laughs> support, it
0: again. Support your local DVD chain, or know.
1: buy it from Amazon. Whatever, you, whatever, whatever, whatever your morals allow. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I I thought it was slightly different portrayal of Thor. Thor has evolved a lot more as a character, I think, definitely yeah. since the first one. Because in the first one, he is very serious, even though he is obviously enjoying himself, like the character is enjoying himself, but he's not deliberately being funny, I don't think. Whereas no. across up to this, he is now literally
0: just being funny. I think it's that thing... Obvi- but he's still got the hero thing. I, I, I you know, I don't know. I think the, the nice thing is, and I, I wasn't able to really kind of vocalise it or pinpoint it until... I I read an interview I think it was it was either with Chris Hemsworth or or Taika Waititi where um they were sort of saying the evolution of the character since the first Thor film where he is this kind of like traditional fantasy hero essentially yeah but the more time he spent on earth obviously the more kind of colloquial he's become in terms of earth earth ways and everything sure. and that made so much sense when you kind of watch it all because Obviously, he's so drawn to Earth, or Midgard, and kind of human activity. Mm. Um and there are like lots of really lovely moments in the film. Like there's that bit where though um those fans come by and they're like, Oh, can we take a selfie with you? And he's like, Yeah, "Yeah, sure. And it's like this idea that he is now a hero on earth. He's specifically Midgard's hero. Yeah. Um and the idea that you know he is becoming a bit looser and a bit less kind of stringent in kind of honour and you know these kind of very Shakespearean ideals that Kenneth Branagh set up in the first film. Yeah. Um uh, speaking of the first one, I really loved kind of the musical callbacks. Yeah. Um, oh, I've forgotten the Patrick Doyle. That was the composer of the first one. But yeah, there's some mm. lovely callbacks to that. The soundtrack actually across the board
1: was. There's great. some callbacks to Thor: The Dark World, which I didn't appreciate as much.
0: But... Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> it just wasn't a very good film.
1: Um, but, um... but I think that's that's what's interesting about this in some ways is that Thor: The Dark World wasn't a great film. Like it wasn't awful. But I say it's one of the worst Marvel films.
0: It was, it was missable, the most missable. Yeah, yeah.
1: and this really is just—it's interesting that sort of let's keep, let's do another Thor film anyway, mm. because you know could have gone either way, and yeah. I think other studios might have gone. Let's just never do a Thor film let's... ever again. Yeah. But I, I think with this, they've really restored that. They've gone, no, well you know, people still like this character. Let's just do something different with it. Yeah, and let's... they did,
0: and it's great. Yeah, definitely. And it really has that kind of um, 80s kind of Flash Gordon... Um, you know that psychedelic yeah that kind early of... star
1: wars i was thinking it was a bit like original star wars yeah and like those well, uh, bits
0: that slightly kind of clunky slightly kind of corny aesthetic to it that really works because they just yeah. they commit to it they don't kind of go we'll, we'll do this but like not enough to be silly they're like no we're very aware this is really silly and i think as a result I think it's probably the the Marvel film that feels most like the comics. True. Um, and there's a scene halfway through. This will be no spoiler to anyone who saw Doctor Strange. Um, but Doctor Strange pops up, and I I was really worried it would come across as this kind of very obnoxious scene that had no place in the film. But hey, that's no way to talk about Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> but I gen- <laughs> genuinely, it was a really entertaining bit because it 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 felt it felt like it was ripped from the pages of the comics where you just have characters interacting yeah in a way that i don't think we've really seen in previous marvel films like obviously we've had civil war and everything but this was the first time we've i think seen two characters interact in a solo film that hasn't felt like fan service it just felt like here are two you know Characters
1: still can't get over Benedict Cumberbatch's accent. No, no it just doesn't It sounds weird. It just doesn't sound right coming out of his mouth. But no. I did enjoy that. I thought it would be, I thought it could just be a bit staid and a bit stale. But actually, yeah. kept it interesting. And and obviously, Doctor Strange is a massive dickhole. Yeah, so that's fun. and they
0: they really leaned into
1: that. And they as did. Well. They just went with it.
0: Um, but in terms of like the journey that, um, but it's good because it
1: shows that he could take on a god.
0: Yeah, no, Which absolutely. Is interesting. Which be interesting. Come Infinity War, sure. obviously Thanos is a heavy hitter.
1: Yeah, I'd I mean say. he's obviously gonna just dick everybody. Oh yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> that is definitely what's gonna happen.
0: But um, yeah. I liked
1: that. We're just skipping that all over the place. But yeah. I liked that they um. So there's been that thing, hasn't there? Since Thor, yes, the Infinity Gauntlet being in the vault. Yeah. Oh, how did he get it? How did he get it? I love that they just went and went. It's fake. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, nope, that's fake. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, we're not explaining it because we don't need to. It's yeah. fine.
0: But it was nice how was like nice. There, I liked that. Yeah, there was a lot of elements in the in the film that were kind of poking fun at Marvel canon. Yeah. While also paying incredible homage um, homage to it, um, like the the continuity of it it never got in the way, but it completely served the story if you have been following it since the beginning. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, in terms of Thor specifically, like, obviously he undergoes quite a few changes in this because he loses Mjolnir um, he, and, and an eye. Mjolnir? What's Mjolnir? Mjolnir. Um, he does lose an eye. And he loses an eye, essentially. And his hair. And his hair. Stanley <laughs> cuts off his hair. Bastard. But, um, but you know, he, he essentially becomes the new All Father by the end um yeah king, and, king of asgard yeah and i don't know i i feel they did a really good job of hiding that in the trailers um yeah because
1: they cgi'd his eye back
0: in, yeah no absolutely or they
1: cgi'd it out i'm, I'm not think. sure
0: but anyway but yeah fair there f- are a
1: few bits in the trailers which are cgi change location and yeah. things i don't know if that helped necessarily to make it a few bits where it was a bit like that's a bit rubbery green screening, yeah (laughs) yeah but um, But, you know not so you'd notice if you weren't looking for it which i obviously was
0: but i think but i think like it leaves him in a really interesting position for infinity war i think
1: Um, yeah especially with that post credits
0: (laughs) yeah no absolutely (laughs) Um, yeah just like oh okay well that's (laughs) gonna go badly isn't it but um uh yeah i mean someone else who's gonna play a big part in it is obviously loki um so yeah what did you what do you think of
1: loki redeemed Yeah. I thought it was good. I mean, I thought they got back to their best banning about, because again, Thor of the Dark World was not great for that.
0: Yeah, they tried to capitalise on that. But, that but I
1: liked that he'd grown, and he understood his ruses, and he, he, he rused him himself, and that was nice and Loki, I think, has moved on as a character from the whole going to take over the universe thing.
0: I like the fact they acknowledge that as well. They're like he's flipped between these like two extremes so many times and even he acknowledges like...
1: like I don't know which one I'm yeah Nah, I mean, it could be either yeah kind of thing true. but i did really love and i thought it was really funny when they come back on the ship the ship arrives the big ship and he's just like your savior <laughs> has returned yeah. just like, you dick <laughs> amazing <laughs> um but you know he was willing to die for the asgardians that's yeah,
0: nice absolutely that's, um, i guess and you know i th- i think the the brotherly relationship i think was really kind of explored in a much more satisfying way than yeah. you know the previous Thor film which I feel tried to do that sure but we didn't really have it to the same extent especially in their relationship with Odin as well and we got and,
1: a reversal of the he's adopted thing which yes. is nice <laughs> yeah. I like that um lots of cool bits
0: but yeah no lots of callbacks and lots of things that really pay off I feel yeah. um but yeah and obviously the other big player in this protagonist wise is uh is Hulk Bruce Banner sure Um, So, yeah, what do you think of
1: Hulk? Hulk? Well, well, it's first Hulk where Bruce Banner is not in control of Hulk.
0: Mm. Uh, I think that's important.
1: He was very much a teenager style, and I thought that was cool. I can't say I loved it, but then I'm not a huge fan of Hulk as a character anyway. Okay. Um, And I felt like there was a... I think there's a bit of a disconnect between Hulk being, like, the Hulk... But the Hulk being a character, and I don't know if they're quite there yet with making that make sense. But it was the first time, so it's going to be shaky. But
0: yeah, Mark Ruffalo said that apparently, sort of Thor Ragnarok kicks off a three film arc. Yeah, for Hulk. So with Infinity War kind of being the middle act, I guess. Yeah,
1: I I think it's got. There's lots of places it can go, and I didn't hate it. Yeah, I thought it was fine. There was some good. Interesting character moments, but obviously it is a bit like having a, a just a random child in the room, shout, yeah. throwing things and shouting. It's yeah. not like that's not overly conducive to to a good time. And uh, he didn't do a lot in the sort of in the final sort of action thing, other than fight a giant wolf, which obviously sounds epic. Yeah, but actually there wasn't much to that fight. Yeah, he just fell off was, a waterfall. He just fell off a waterfall <laughs> basically at the end, and yeah. then didn't die. Yeah. So I felt like Fenris and him, could have, they could have been more. But, you know, it's a giant wolf and the Hulk. It's not, they're not the most <laughs> together characters. Yeah. <laughs> a dead giant wolf at that. A yeah. reanimated giant, a zombie giant wolf. Yes, that's this kind of movie. <laughs> I
0: mean, I, I, th- I think, I think the, only, the only beat that was kind of missed for me kind of, because um, I think the way they establish Banner's fear of being like, next time I turn into Hulk.
1: I might not come back. I yeah. might
0: not come back. There was no real fallout of that, because,
1: like... No, I suppose he made the decision that saving people was more important than that, but yeah. there was
0: nothing at the end of it. No, absolutely. Yeah. Um, but, um, but yeah, and
1: I... I don't know why Mark Ruffalo is very different as Bruce Banner, and I guess that's just because he'd been two years not being Bruce Banner. Yeah. Not hip, not Mark Ruffalo, but... <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, Bruce yeah.
1: Banner hadn't been conscious of it, but he seemed really... He seemed to have a different voice... Really? He seemed more New York than he had been before. Oh,
0: I loved him. He was like Peak Ruffalo. It was, it great. was great. I'm not yeah, I thought it was <laughs> fine, but
1: and he was dressed like Tony Stark, obviously, which is sort of thrown. But like I wasn't quite sure
0: if I was just hearing things I was like has he changed his voice. I just loved that moment where like <laughs> Thor's trying to encourage him to be Hulk again. He's just like, "Oh, you don't care for me. You just want me to get to Hulk." <laughs> oh, I like you. <laughs> <laughs> but,
1: yes, you're using me to get to the Hulk. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But um, but yeah, the the bit I was talking about earlier, which really kind of landed with me and I found incredibly moving, is when like Hulk chases Thor into the Queen Quinjet, jet, yeah. and then he sees um Natasha. And He starts turning back, and just that whole sequence of him turning back into Bruce Banner was horrifying. It was horrifying, tragic, that, yeah. Yeah, and it was really kind of moving to watch because you yeah. saw this real pain, and it was, especially I think because of the comedy that surrounds it, it just became all the more kind of intense, I guess. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was it was it was really moving. Um. And I thought they did a really good job of I think. Validating Hulk's appearance in that film. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think it. I, I think it was a good choice. Yeah, definitely. Um, so before we move on to villains, um, sort of supporting cast, we have the Warriors three okay, um, who get murdered immediately. <laughs>
1: <laughs> who they've changed the actor for again. Yeah. like one of them, Ray Stevenson was still there. Yeah, but the other one, they, the the Robin Hood one, who's oh no, Zachary no,
0: Levi, I whatever.
1: Think, yeah, they the um. Basically, the swordsman—they've changed the actor again. No, it didn't matter because he died instantaneously. instantly. Yeah, um,
0: um, but okay, yeah, it was interesting. And we that can... leaves
1: Roy Stevenson free to be the. pun... Oh wait, uh, <laughs>
0: <laughs> he could be something else. <laughs> sure, uh, DC probably have things going. Sure, <laughs> don't do Ass it, rail. Ray. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, um, I guess the other kind of mover and shaker in the film is uh, Valkyrie, played by Tessa Thompson. This
1: is the bit that I was most looking forward to was Valkyrie because okay. from that bit in the in both in the film but also specifically in the trailer where you see Hela and she's there and then you get the ride of the Valkyrie or, yeah, and that would look amazing. Mm-hmm. Such a great shot. And I have to say the one thing that disappointed me was Valkyrie in this.
0: Okay. The character or?
1: Sort of both because I expect, I know some of it, that's my expectation because I expected that scene to be maybe towards the end mm. and that was them all turning up and maybe she'd convince them to all come back or whatever. Oh, okay. And then ah, Valkyries in your face. And that was going to be the last sort of ride or, or something, but that was just a flashback. Yeah. Which then ended really abruptly. We still don't understand. Like she was like, "Oh, I escaped," and basically it seems like she escaped because the commander or somebody else sacrificed themselves so that she could get away. Yeah. But also doesn't explain how she got away. Yeah. Because she was still in the same place, just lying down. As an that doesn't. Te- God. <laughs> doesn't explain a damn thing yeah and i felt like there was nothing wrong with it i quite liked that she was she was strong and she was you know she did her own thing and all those things and i think that was better than wonder woman in that regard um tessa thompson's accent wandered from (laughs) london uh-huh. Uh, sort of East End of London-ish sort of thing to just sort of normal Brit, Normal British, not that yeah. like East End of London isn't normal British, but, like, just a generic British accent. to American, yeah. to sort of vague other bits of the world. And I was a bit like, is this intentional? Are you putting on a more common, if you like... Mm. There's an awful way of expressing it, but, you know, putting on a more uh, sort of... Rough. Rough voice yeah. for when you're drunk? Or Because I, t- I just don't get it. mm and I didn't feel like there was much to the character. And I felt that it was a bit... Dis- and she didn't even have a Pegasus, so frankly, I don't know <laughs> what they were doing. But Because there's so much you could have done without, But But uh, I thought that it was... There were lots of good action bits with her. And I thought the relationship between her and the Hulk was quite nice as well. Yeah. No um, so it wasn't that there was anything... It wasn't bad. Mm. I'm not saying it was bad, but I was just a bit disappointed, actually, by, okay. by the portrayal, I think. Because one of the things... I think I, more could have been made of it. Yeah. But, you know, there's it's a big... There's a lot in this. There's Hulk, there's Loki, there's Thor. But I just felt like... Uh, there's Hela, obviously. But I just thought, like, with her being the only other female prominent member of cast, if you mm. like, it'd be interesting to see a bit more from her than maybe, say, Loki or yeah. or Hulk, maybe. I mean, but, you, you know, it, it's not a bad... There's nothing bad about it, I just think. Yeah. Apart from maybe the wandering accent was a bit weird. But I, I, it's probably a choice that I just don't understand.
0: Right. I mean, I think... Um... Yeah, well, one of the things I was uh, pleased about was, especially after Jane Foster essentially just being like a damsel <laughs> just in distress, gone. Bye. yeah. Um, but I, I yeah. like, I liked the fact that she, you know she, she was, well, that she was a character at all. That mm. she, you know, had had agency, and um, and it would be interesting to see if she has more to do in future films. Because one of the things I was going to ask you actually. Um, obviously, her contract is only just beginning, while sure. Chris Hemsworth's will presumably be up soon. Uh, what do you think about the possibility?
1: I would like, I would like them to firm up a bit more mm. w- where she's from. Um, <laughs> no, but I think, I think, I think she could be a very strong character, and I think it would be good to carry that forward and maybe make her the, the chief Asgardian. So after Infinity War, maybe Thor retires to be king of Asgard. It doesn't mean he can't be in it anymore. Yeah. But maybe she becomes, like, the the standard Asgardian within the Avengers. And I think that would be nice, sort of, as a full of phase four? Phase three, phase four? Mm, yeah. Yeah. Um, the Asgardian is Valkyrie rather than Thor. Definitely. Um, even if he's still about, you know, whatever. Yeah, absolutely. Um,
0: he can play the Anthony Hopkins role. That'd sure. Cool. Yeah,
1: whatever. I think that would be cool. Um, I'd like to see more of the stuff... From the because they 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 threw in some things like the dragon's fang but they didn't really explain it and they yeah. sort of went oh it's it's like a magic sword but you know whatever but they didn't really go into much of what it means to be a Valkyrie or anything like that and mm-hmm. I think. The difficulty is, of course, there's already been a film called Valkyrie, which wasn't about Valkyries. <laughs> it's about Operation Valkyrie, which yeah. is fair enough, but, you know. Uh, they can't call the the winged horse sheep that the character has in the comics what it's called in the comics, because it's called Aragorn, which yeah. is obviously owned by New Line Cinema, <laughs> because yeah. of Aragorn, Son of Arathorn. I'm sure that's deliberate, but, like, they can't do it, basically, yeah. <laughs> so that's out, yeah. um, and... It's a really complicated <laughs> character <laughs> like in the comics, so but you know i'm I'm glad that that they went with someone who isn't white for yeah, a character no, that's good, yeah um uh, somebody British in a British role, yeah, not that they're not doing that, but like obviously Thor. Well, not that they're British because they're Asgardian, but yeah. you know, whatever. It's North. nice to see also. Where that, are my Nordic that, actors? That, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where the fuck are they? <laughs> Where's Mads Mikkelsen? Would be <laughs> oh my god, Mads Mikkelsen would he be. He would be a great uh, Cole the Serpent. But anyway, yeah. um, if they do that at some point, mm. Death of Thor. But um... what was I saying? Uh, I don't know, it's probably important. But I'd like to see the Valkyries come back, all of them, and maybe she restarts them, and that could be a thing, like a subplot or something, or maybe they ride against Thanos, that'd be interesting. Mm -hmm. I just felt she was was a bit of a subplot, and it was a bit underused, and Mm. I feel like that could have been more about her backstory and delving into her as a character, because quite a lot of it was about her driving action, and that's fine, but I don't think there was much to the character, other than just she's here and she's like thor but not electric one of the things- and obviously it's his film so it's yeah. yeah
0: one of the things i thought was interesting um in the leaked infinity war trailer which we definitely haven't seen um there's a bit where a ship crashes down yes. and obviously the footage is very blurry but after watching thor ragnarok it looks very much in design like the ship that the asgardians are on yeah um so i'm wondering if that's probably what happens. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> yeah, especially as you know. And Korg, don't forget Korg. Oh, also Korg. Oh, yes, and Korg.
1: Whoever that—what is he called? Jimmy? I can't remember oh, what the insect like was that. called.
0: But yeah. yeah, also Korg. Yeah, Korg was Supporting amazing. Character Korg was fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Spin-off for Korg. Now <laughs> Korg movie. <maybe.
1: laughs> um, he was fun, and obviously it's Taika Waititi. Actually, literally is Taika Waititi. Yeah. Um, so that was funny. Yeah. Um, weird. Yeah. <laughs> But it, that felt nice. Yeah. No, yeah, definitely. I get it. It was, it was funny. I started um, a revolution, but no one showed up. I really liked that. <laughs> yeah, like, except for my mum and her boyfriend, my who I don't like. I don't like. <laughs> it like. was great. And it was so funny. Oh, I really liked it. And then um, this rock fell off. Just, there were lots of really, that was sort of a very funny
0: character. He's yeah.
1: he's dead. I stepped on him on the bridge. Oh <laughs>
0: well, no, he's <it's> alive. Um <laughs> Oh so good. But yeah, so um I guess um moving on to villains, we sure. had uh I guess <laughs> first off we had Kate Blanchett and Carl Urban as <laughs> Hella and Scourge. <laughs> Hella was
1: great. I thought Kate Blanchett really brought it and I think she, she was one of the best villains we've got. Although we didn't see a lot of what she could do. Mm. Uh, because she we, they had this thing for her being confined to Asgard, I think, because of the, the Rainbow Brit not having the sword. Yeah. Uh because Idris Elba stole it, hmm. not Idris Elba. <laughs> <laughs> Heimdall stole it, but <laughs> it's Idris, Idris Elba. Alba, yeah. um, who's amazing, also um, in this. But I, so I thought, I thought maybe more could have been done with that. But obviously, that's not going to happen now. Um, yeah. What I don't know. Well, maybe I have a, th- we'll, I have we'll a theory, finish.
0: but um...
1: well, I'd love to hear that theory. Okay, but. Um, I thought, yeah, but I thought she was really good. I thought Carla was very funny, yeah. to be honest, throughout the thing. But it was nice to see him turn it around and go, well, know, do you know what? I'm going to. Because you got the sense that he was never really on board. Yeah. He just absolutely. wanted recognition, then he realized he could get it away, and he got Desmond Droy out. Yeah. <laughs> so funny, because it doesn't make any sense. No. <laughs> but, I, mean, uh, I, I really like that. I, lo- I, I just thought that whole opening the opening bit of that character, if you like, where he's taken over and he's talking about these guns and he's got the women there and they're like, "Oh yeah, you're in charge of the Bifrost and then Thor comes back yeah. and it's just the head of a thing and it's just... <laughs> like, it was amazingly funny. <laughs> I loved that so much. Um, but I thought, you know, it was a pretty standard redemption plot there Yeah, for his character. But it was fun to see Karl Urban. I, love, I yeah. love a bit of excuse,
0: yeah. I mean, the, I, I'd say, honestly, the stuff in Asgard for me was... Cu- the moment Heller arrived, despite Cape Blanchett well not my mic. Um despite Cape Blanchett being predictably Cape Blanchett and yes. therefore. Great, Amazing, yeah. Um yeah, I I felt because I feel like Taika... Tychowit ET's focus was very much on Sakaar because it was the most fun bit of the film yes all of the Asgardian stuff kind of felt like oh I guess we should go back to Asgard and see what's going on there and so a lot of
1: not much was happening really
0: yeah and a lot of the Hela stuff kind of felt very like you say because she was just confined to one space there wasn't really much they could really do with her and so she was kind of stuck and she didn't really have a progression and it was very much kind of I just want to take over the universe.
1: And it's sort of like at the end where all the Asgardians apparently are on the Bifrost and then go on that ship and you think how many are there? This is quite a big place yeah. given that there are only about like 40 of you. Like, yeah. Is that all of the Asgardians like, or is that just who's left and she's killed all the others? I mean, she did Maybe, kill a lot yeah. of people, but like I guess you get I mean you get a sense of how powerful she is just mm. from that where she just owns an entire squadron of Asgardians. Yeah. But it does also make you think, because if Valkyrie is an Asgardian and, and, and Thor's Asgardian, is it because they have, is it because she's a Valkyrie that she's super strong and super tough, or is that just Asgardians? Because, mm. like, all the people on the bridge, are they super strong and super tough? Because why were they scared? Yeah, I mean, I like guess they, they were, were fighting zombies. They were faced basically.
0: with equally strong. they not. Guess, well, yeah, I, not, I because guess,
1: because they, well, they resurrected Asgardians, so I guess they were. Yeah. Maybe they're equally matched in that regard. A good but point, actually. I, I don't know, yeah. but maybe it's just that if you're royal, you have it, and yeah. if you're not, you're not. And if you're a Valkyrie, you do as well. Maybe, but maybe it's like a training thing, and maybe uh, maybe they're only super strong on Earth. I don't know. Mm. It's not really clear, and that that sort of bugged me a bit.
0: But you know, whatever. I hadn't thought about it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, my my th- Some great my, bits, my theory in regards to Helen yes. is that she's going to fulfil the death role for Thanos, ah. uh, because obviously Thanos is in love with death and all yeah. that, and so I'm wondering whether we're going to see the return of Kate Blanchett, kind of That'd similar cool. to the way Loki came back in Avengers, whether we're going to have like a post-credits sting in Infinity War where it's... You know, Helen it comes me, and, bitch. like, yeah, drapes herself over Thanos and is like, I am pleased or something or whatever. Yeah. Better be written cool. than that, obviously. But, um. Well, yeah. <laughs> but, um, um that'd be cool, yeah. Yeah, because it would be nice to see that character return. Sure. Because we don't really get a definitive end for her, really.
1: She gets stabbed up by certain Yeah. With, um, some, with a fire sword.
0: Giant fire sword. But, um, it was a
1: bit of nothing, really, wasn't it?
0: So I guess the final villain, and um, my favourite bit of the film, hands down, we've got Jeff Goldblum, <laughs> being the most Jeff Goldblum that ever He couldn't bloomed. have
1: been more blue <laughs> no. if he tried. He was great. I thought that whole, it was just, because it was just not really, I suppose it's exactly what you're expecting, but also in some ways not what you're expecting, because it was exactly what you're, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but I just like that and the disintegrating stick and, oh, it's going on me. Uh, yeah. oh, I just thought it was so good and, like, him sniggering at Asgard. He's like, yeah. just like
0: Asgard. I just love... That's so fun. My fa- As-
1: I, Asperger or, or yeah.
0: whatever. I, I, Asgard. Also, that bit where he's just like, um, you know, on your world, I'd be millions of years old, but here... And then he just gives this <laughs> really just creepy Just, so, like,
1: he is like, millions of years old? Like... <laughs> Just trails up on it. He yep. was
0: just an utter delight. And I was really hoping, because there was one bit where he was like, oh, come with me. Um, and he said something about like my cousin or something, or yes, I think I misheard it. it was his and cousin, I was yeah. really excited because I thought Benicio Del Toro was oh, going to come on as the collector. but Because no. obviously they're, they're brothers in the comics I or something so, yeah. like that. Yeah. So I'm really hoping we get to see the two of them That would be so
1: good. But no, it was just some weird looking yeah. thing.
0: Because Benicio Del Toro is so weird as The Collector, and Jeff Goldblum is so weird
1: In Jeff Goldblum, as Jeff Goldblum. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, it would be really fun to kind of see them interact. But um... Yeah,
1: I mean, I, I, you know, as a comedy performance, it was it was good. It, yeah, was, it was fun. It was yeah. nice. Um, I, and towards the end where he's just like, well, you can't have a revolution without someone to revolt against. So, so... go us. Yeah. <laughs> Go team. That <laughs> uh, was really fun. I, I, I you know, he was just it was fun and 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 that's good. Mm. Uh, <laughs> just uh, it just so funny. I, yeah. I, I I like I really liked all the bits of the car I think you know, so this lovely combination of Thor trying to make his way through this world and navigate it in the way that he would Midgard. Yeah. And, and having such familiarity of Hulk, but not being the Hulk he knows, and, mm. and that sort of fish out of water thing. Again, but on a different world. Yeah. Um, but surrounded by all this sort of just nonsense, sort of <laughs> insanity. Like Korg and the guy, he, the insect with scissors for hands, whose yeah. uh, name escapes me, and, you know, Goldblum and his right-hand woman with the disintegrating oh, okay, stick. Yeah. <laughs> just like, what is going on <laughs> on this planet? Um, and the devil's anus. Oh, yes. Has, yeah, I forgot about so the devil's
0: anus. I'll give you passage into the anus. <laughs> <laughs> Safe passage <laughs> into the, the anus. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> I didn't know it was called that when I picked it. Yeah. <laughs> just, but then with sort of... But it was interesting because it's a movie of, of... It's got all this weirdness going on, but then, like, when you've got Heimdall and Thor communicating through minds across... Mm. So, like, it, it's kind of almost like Lord of the Rings. And just yeah, like, it's yeah. just <laughs> it's, it's tonally kind of odd, but it kind of works. So mm. it's fine. It, you know, it kind of work. It works. Yeah. So I don't think that's nice. It's just such a good time.
0: So, final final thoughts? What, what are you...
1: Oh, you do. You, I don't think we have a thing. I just, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. I just think it, go and see it. It's yeah, so much no, fun. Definitely. Yeah. yeah,
0: it's. I, I would argue it's the most enjoyable Marvel film to date, and that may vary depending on your tolerance for sort of Kiwi humour, I guess. But like...
1: I did, and it did have a bit of like I liked this, and I didn't think it robbed anything from the movie. But I would say it has got that sort of thing of the, of the kind of like. It wasn't. It was the power wasn't in Mjolnir. It was in you all it along. Yeah, it's just yeah. like oh, <laughs> after school special. Yeah, um, I to live but in by it kind Anthony of Hopkins. That's what true. an after. School I mean, school I school. that was great. Like the the zooming in on him and him. just being yeah. I thought it was really fun. Like I really sad that he died. It was really because re- he was just like yeah. this place is beautiful, and he sat down and they're both like two generations, it, and then he just dissipates like, away.
0: <laughs> Anthony. One final shout out, which I totally forgot. Um... How enjoyable it was Matt Damon. Matt Damon as Loki <laughs> and Sam Neill <laughs> just, I was like, like be- why? because but... of the angle okay. I was like, is that that's, that's not... That... not, no yes <laughs> just...
1: I I heard a rumour that he was in it as a cameo mm. before I saw the film, but I'd forgotten about it. And then he came and I was like, that is the best thing <laughs> I've ever seen. That that should just be the thing always. I, and I loved how good. And also just part of that scene was that Anthony Hopkins is playing Loki playing him. Yeah. Or well, was, was like, playing like, oh, Loki playing Odin. And he was amazing. And yeah. he was like, now you get why he's Anthony Hopkins. Yeah. Like one of the best actors of all time. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing slumming it in this but no. <laughs> I guess he's just enjoying himself and so it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, why? Yeah. But um <laughs> it's such a is <laughs> so
0: funny. It's like why? I think that was the scene where <laughs> so I was good. like I I, I love this movie this a little bit so good. <laughs> uh, and
1: I love that it, like obviously Thor's there and he comes running in. <laughs> it's Thor Odin's son who's <laughs> like, like he's oh, been shit. Here for so long. <laughs> like yeah. Uh, and the hammer, and all the things. Just,
0: yeah, if you're wanting a good time, like a really, really good time at the cinema.
1: Oh, when he summons Mjolnir back to him when it's disguised as an umbrella. Oh, yeah. And he's just standing there like, <laughs> I'm really sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm really sorry. <laughs> so I've funny. been falling for 30 minutes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so many good moments. Uh, such a good time. Yeah. Um. Few things they say would let it down, and and if you're not a fan of that kind of humor, maybe you won't get as much out of it. But I'd I, say that's mi-
0: I'd say that's minimal. There's I'd a say. lot
1: there. There's a lot there. There's some more straight stuff. Yeah, so I mean, funny stuff, straight funny stuff. Um, and it leaves everyone in an interesting position.
0: It does. Yeah, I'm so excited nice. to see where Infinity War picks up. But yeah,
1: looming. Yeah,
0: like a ship on the horizon, a skull shaped ship. Skull because <laughs> that's fun. Yeah. You know, I, I want it shaped like a skull. Is isn't that a bit evil? Could we nope, not? Definitely can we wanted. Can we shape it like I don't know, a flower or something? Nope, definitely a skull. <laughs> skull. What are you sure? It yep. seems a bit nope. ominous. nope. Yep. nope That's what I want. <laughs> the only
1: thing I was disappointed not to see is Beta Ray Bill. Yes. Yeah. But maybe we'll get that in another movie. Some maybe, point. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't see where's why my
0: horse headed alien representation.
1: Horse headed worthy alien. Worthy alien. Yeah carries the hammer of Thor or a Hammer of Thor. Yeah. Sort of Stormbra- vaguely Stormbreaker? Storm something, something like that. Like that. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah. Cool.
0: Are we still doing sound bites? Uh,
1: can you think of one that's appropriate for this?
0: Yes It's a front from work. Yeah. yeah right yeah we'll give <laughs> yeah, yeah, that we'll give him a yes. An enthusiastic yes. Yes
1: Yes Cool.
0: Cool. Awesome. Okay. Um right so before we wrap up have you been uh, Reading anything? This Have I been
1: reading anything? No. No? <laughs> it's the answer to that. Um, I, I, I've just... The only thing that I've been... I've watched Riverdale Season 2, okay. which is worse than Season 1. Really? But um, in an enjoyable way? No. Oh, okay. uh, that's the problem. Season 1 was bad, in the sense that it was trash. But yeah. it's really enjoyable trash. And I don't know if it's just the way I'm watching it, because before I watched all... I sort of chained, <laughs> chugged all of Riverdale Season <laughs> 1 whilst just sitting doing other things. Yeah. And this I'm all watching it, Sat and watching it. Right. I don't know if that's maybe affecting how it's coming across, but it, it's just bad yeah. now. Uh, but still, really loving Star Trek Discovery. So okay, yeah, yeah no, it swings them watching roundabouts.
0: Watch it, Ed. I, I will. I do have time.
1: <laughs> you do. You have all the time. Um, but like, it's um, no, it's really good. It's going on really interesting places and you'll like this clem fandango from toast of london is in it no and every time he's on screen, i have the edges shut Shut the fuck up clem fandango Fandango. (laughs) uh but he's in it and he's quite important it looks like he's gonna be quite important as well so that's fun oh awesome yeah uh so i've been really enjoying it um and it's it's going in weird sort of directions. Maybe you didn't understand. And it has a gay couple in it, which I'm not saying is at the end, of, but that's nice that they were portraying like this future where that's just normal because it is normal, by the way. Well, but also as, just it's just they're just there.
0: Well, especially as Star Trek pioneered so much stuff. I mean, to the best of my knowledge, it was the first interracial kiss on TV. Yep. Um, and you know, it's it's always been about acceptance and hope. And you know, it was a series in which you know, its cast were incredibly kind of multicultural and it was very representative and it was like, this is just the future. Yeah. And it's one of the things that Gene um, Runberry um, you know, I think he contributed an incredible amount to that idea of a vision of that kind of future. And, and
1: it, yeah, I, the only thing i am saying is that obviously it's it, Gene Runberry creates Star Trek to be like, this is what it would be like if we had peace kind of thing. Yeah. And, and if all nations of the Earth were at peace. It is a. Tyson Rose is based on a war with the Klingons. Yeah, and I've is heard Discovery's a bit
0: more kind of. It's, it's like the Federation's it, teething problems, I guess. Yeah,
1: but it's also kind of like the Kelvin universe more. Oh, okay. But it's not set in the Kelvin universe. Right. It's set in the original Star Trek universe. Okay. okay. Um, but there is a character, and, you know, I don't want to spoil it for anyone, but there's a character. Spock is mentioned. Basically. Oh, okay. You don't see him, or we haven't seen him yet, mm-hmm. but he is mentioned. I won't say any more than that, just because I don't want to spoil it for anything. But there is a connection, so you're getting these little things. Oh, okay. But also, I'd spotted in the background of an episode, it was like somebody was looking up like most successful pilots, uh, not pilots, so uh, captains rather of 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 starship of starfleet basically of Starfleet, yeah. and one of the names is chris pike christopher pike oh. who of course is a kelvin universe was in charge of the enterprise in the first star trek oh. film Very not it um, very nice, very uh, nice. Uh, who then james tiberius kirk of that universe relieved yeah. as the captain of the uss enterprise in the first oh, yeah. film Bloody and it's Bruce one of my scream. favorite lines in the thing where he says i'm, I'm relieving you as thing and he says the thing and then chris pike says i am relieved and has a double meaning yeah
0: because <laughs>
1: he's relieved from duty but also relieved that he was right I, and i think that
0: i i, got that. I really yeah. enjoy that though <laughs> i don't know what I'm yeah, just, no, i just no, i am no, relieved it's just it's, just,
1: it's nice mm. so anyway but i noticed <laughs> that uh in the background there oh nice i'm f- fairly sure he's called chris pike so yeah, no, I think it's interesting true. because Chris Pine is the name of the person yeah, playing Kurt, no, which is Chris why Pine it's confusing. Yeah. I don't think so. Maybe <laughs> may be there as an alien. Who knows? Maybe, yeah. Who knows? There's a tardigrade in it, oh, uh, which is important, and <laughs> that's good. More tardigrades should be in things. Yeah, or, or at least they should be mentioned more because so, they are amazing creatures. Yeah, they can s- survive mass extinction events, which is pretty impressive, frankly. <laughs> I'm all I'm all over the tardigrades at the moment. <laughs> I mean, literally, because there are millions of them and they're microscopic, so we probably are on some. Over them, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> uh, I'm really loving Discovery, and I think it's good. How about you? What have you been um, apart from plays? Important plays uh, in plays, London. Yeah, uh, not about ferrymen.
0: Not about ferrymen. Um, I I've been go- I went back and I reread um every single issue of Jason Aaron's um Thor Run. So God of Thunder, yeah. um his initial one with like Gore the Butcher, um ah. and then um obviously going through to the ch- changeover of um Mjolnir to Jane Foster. Yeah. And obviously that run is all incredible, like um the I mean, the artwork and the writing and everything, it's just so so epic. Um but also so relatable, and, um... New Thor is amazing. Yeah, no, it is, and they recently did a landmark issue, um, 700, um, to coincide with the new Marvel Legacy stuff, Mm. and they teased a lot of stuff that's coming up, and it's, it's really exciting, because you've got, um, Malekith and, um, his plan as sort of slowly coming to fruition, the Mm. War of Realms, and you've got, like, um, I think three Thors running around now. Thor, three, three Thors three um, running around. That's hard to say. Yeah, uh, now running around, and you've got um, one of the original Jack Kirby designed um Thor villains coming back, the Mangog, um, ah. who's like the Slayer of Gods, and he's basically unstoppable. Um, and yeah, there's just so so many balls sort of being juggled at the moment, and it's. Um, it's really exciting. Um, and yeah, no, so I'd say um, it's probably the best thing that Marvel's producing at the moment, I'd argue. Fair. Um, certainly in terms of scale, but just in terms of consistent storytelling, it's so, so good. Um, I so-
1: just thought of something Thor Ragnarok related, which is Sif isn't in it.
0: Yeah, no, I noticed that. Like, I realised that after the warriors three are rather unceremoniously killed yeah. off, I was like, "Oh, no Sif, no this. Sith, yeah,
1: and no Freya."
0: Well, Freya died in Dark World.
1: Oh, Shows you how much yeah. I was paying attention in that. <laughs> yeah,
0: because didn't Malekith kill, kill her? her? And then, oh yeah, maybe. And then Loki has that kind of. Imagined conversation with her, or something like that? I don't know. Yeah, it was a very forgettable song. But Uh, but Sif wasn't
1: in it, and... Yeah, I don't know if that's because Jamie
0: Alexander's moved away from it. Yeah, maybe. maybe...
1: And, like, I guess that's why Valkyrie.
0: Yeah, absolutely. But um, But anyway. But yeah, so yeah, I'd recommend giving uh, Jason Aaron's... uh, Jason Aaron's great. He is... I think he's one of the best writers at Marvel at the moment, obviously. Um, He's just consistently putting out good good books um and doctor strange stuff is
1: great yeah no
0: doctor strange is great and um the secret wars event he did is amazing uh with some incredible artwork by um esad ribic um, who also contributes to the kind of early um issues he did on thor so yeah so I'd, i'd highly recommend giving that a go cool so yeah so what are we going to be talking about next week
1: uh i thought next week as a callback to an earlier episode this year and also because justice league will be out shortly we okay. could do the best of the batgirls Ooh, we've already okay. done the robins so time for some batgirls i like it uh, yes. i don't know what we would just talk about some of our favorite batgirl moments i guess cool I'm done with that. um so if you have any batgirl moments you want to chuck our way then get in touch.
0: Yeah, let us know. Uh you can get in touch with me on Twitter at Edward underscore Spence underscore or with Nick at
1: Holy Palmer. Or
0: both of us at man underscore superman pod.
1: And you can email us at manandsupermanpodcast at gmail.com or find us on Facebook, Facebook.com forward slash man and superman podcast. We will look forward to seeing you there.
0: Wow. We're, we'll look forward to I was gonna say reading. hearing, but we're, Reading. Reading, yeah. Reading, but, hearing from me. We're yeah, hearing from you in written form. Please, please send us something. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, we just won't have any material for next week. Right. So, yeah. yeah.
1: I mean, we'll just sit here in silence. But we'll still put it out. Yeah, no, absolutely. An of silence.
0: <laughs> Would we manage? No. No, definitely
1: not. <laughs> cool. Right.
0: right, well, until next time, uh, if you haven't seen Thor, uh, we've spoiled it for you, so go see it yeah, anyway. A bit late. Um, and, uh, yeah, have an excellent two weeks. Yeah, yeah. See, you, see you in two weeks. See you in two weeks.
2: Bye. Bye.